Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome back to The Francisca Show, where we encourage fellow artists and entrepreneurs to collaborate and support each other while sharing their stories. I'm Francisca, a singer, composer, and also your host. And just before we begin the show, I'd like to thank our sponsors. ShopDrop is an iPhone app that lists every sample sale in New York. So if you want to buy designer clothes without breaking the bank, go to your iPhone and download the ShopDrop app today. Welcome back to The Francisca Show. Today we have a superstar guest by the name of Leah Gottfried, a director, writer, actress who is totally orthodox. Someone who totally surprises everyone with the impossible and creates so many uh, new opportunities in such a closed community. So thank you so much for being here. I feel like this has been really long time coming. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so happy to talk with you. Just for everyone out there, I worked with Leia over a year ago. We did a music video together and one of the greatest works out there. The visual yes. works that we that I've done, and I'm so grateful. And I feel like it was one of the most wonderful and exciting experiences I had. They're usually much wow. more stressful for me, and you just took that all off my shoulders, and really took charge and really delivered. Thank you. Oh my gosh, well. that's so wonderful to hear. Yeah, I have to say that shoot was one of my favorite, also, um, because what I love so much about our our music video was that. It was there was so much like female um, power on set. And like, I think it was pretty much almost an all female crew. Everybody in the video was female and there was just such good energy. And I think the video came out just so beautifully and I still watch it and I love it so much and it just like makes me happy. So it was, yeah, wonderful to work with you. Well, thanks for saying that. For anyone listening, you could check it out as Shirla Hashem by Francisca. It's on YouTube, Facebook. Oh, you should definitely be proud of this work because a lot went into it and you really performed at your most excellent professional level, which I wouldn't expect any less from you with all the press you've gotten over the years. So let's just go a little down memory lane and you'll tell us how this all got started. How, as a from Orthodox Jew, did you end up as an extra on TV shows and pilots and movies? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back. Um, Well, I was one of those kids that always knew what they wanted to do. So whenever anybody asked me, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I knew I wanted to be an actress. I wanted to be a movie star. And there was never any doubt in my mind. Um, And I grew up Orthodox, went to Orthodox schools. And it wasn't something anybody really did. So it really came from a deep place inside of me. um, And I always felt like it was my calling and my passion. And I love performing. I would like imitate movies all day um, and like make my family sit around while I put on little skits. So it was really something that I feel like just came like second nature to me. Um, And it was something I was always just naturally doing. 
And then, you know, as I got a little older and I was, you know, expressing this passion to people in my life, there was a lot of pushback from the community um, who said, you know, you can't really do that as a religious girl. And I just remember being really frustrated. Um, I never really believed them. I always knew I could do it. I was a really determined kid. Um, But it was just frustrating that they couldn't see that. They couldn't see it was possible. You know, so me as an eight-year-old, I could see the possibilities, but they couldn't. Um, and living with that and growing up that way um, what could, was, you know, painful at times. Um, and so when I was, you know, 14, I had been acting for a while. You know, my mom was really supportive and she got me acting classes and supported my passions and gave me the space to explore it. And then we moved to L.A. when I was 14, and that opened up like a whole <laughs> a whole bunch of new possibilities for me. Um, and it was it was kind of a strange experience living there, going to a really orthodox school and like sneaking out to go on auditions, um, almost like living in two different worlds, you know. And uh, yeah, I would audition a lot. I booked a bunch of roles. I, it was just like. I loved it so much that it became obsessive (laughs) for me. So instead of like doing homework, I would be looking at casting calls and, you know, submitting my headshots to casting directors and doing whatever I could to get parts. Um, And whenever I did, I just like felt the most alive um, doing that. And I pursued that for a while. And then at, at a certain point, um, I booked a role and, and they changed the schedule and it was all taking place on Chavez and I, I couldn't do it anymore. And it was really devastating. Um, but what was so beautiful about that experience was that it forced me to start creating my own roles. And so as a teenager, I started writing and directing my own short films just so I could have a chance to act um, because I didn't want to give it up and I didn't want to give up my religious observance either. And that's kind of how that started. And now I have a production company and I produce and direct and act and do all the things I love and have kind of created my own path. I love how you mentioned how you were just a child, but your passion and what you were going to do was so clear to you. It's, you know, it's very true that the older we get, the more confused we get by people's expectations and socially accepted jobs and positions that we have to strive to become. Yeah. You had that purity of a child who just has a clear vision. It's a blessing that you still have that clarity. I do have a question. You went into directing to create more acting opportunities for yourself. So would you say you naturally graduated into appreciating and liking directing more or is it still the goal to act and that's why you're facilitating that by direct that's a really good question um i think my love of acting um brought me to this other love of directing and once i started creating roles for myself and directing just so i could act i realized how much i loved directing and telling the stories and if i would have to choose i mean I think I love the writing directing aspect um, and the acting is kind of like a bonus. Uh, I love all of it and I love when I get to do all of it in the same project, even though it can be a little overwhelming. Um, That's like the ideal, but I think the directing is definitely like my, my focus and my goal to, um, 
to explore more and then really have a career out of that. So did you go to school for directing or filming or writing? Do you have a professional background? I do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I started going to school for acting as a, as a child and I studied acting in LA and then I went to Stern Yeshiva university for college and I, um, studied film there. I did a joint program with NYU. So I created the first film major at Stern college and uh, I studied film editing, screenwriting and all of that at Stern and NYU. Interesting. Would you say that Stern provided a network for you to be able to recruit extras and and uh, <laughs> colleagues for your current project? Yeah, actually, I have a number of interns at the moment who are helping with, um, you know, social media and they're just production assistants on set. And a lot of them do come from Stern. Um, and every so often I go back there. And I speak to the film class or the TV writing class. And there are always students who say that they're really interested in working in the film business, but they don't really have the connections or anything. Um, and I love to give them the opportunity to work with me. Since you did create that film major, I'm just curious of how much editing and actual filming did you do yourself? I know when we worked on the project, you hired out professionals for all the all the physical labor jobs. So, and, and you were the director, manager, and the creative, the creative spirit and mind behind the entire thing. Well, together with me, but yes. <laughs> just kidding. But so do you, do you use editing or do you film on your own? Have you invested in equipment? No. So I primarily write and direct and I have crew that I hire um, I have a director of photography for any given project, um, you know, lighting, lighting guys and sound people. Um, it's always good to let people who are experts in their field do what they do best. And I do what I do best, which is direct and write and produce. Um, I think it would be too much to try to do everything. Um, so it's not even really a goal of mine to do that. I'm not really interested in doing my own cinematography um, or anything like that. I really like collaborating with really talented people. So I like I like the sound of that because it shows that you're really focused and professional and you know when you need to outsource to get the best results. Exactly. I do want to ask you, since you are a trailblazer and you are the go-to person people uh, refer to or reach out to when they're interested in the film and TV industry, who would you say is your role model or do you have any connections in the TV and film business that have been your mentors or your inspiration? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, my first really mentor was Robin Garbos, um, who was so wonderful. And I interned with her as a teenager on her sets. Um, and then I, uh, ended up producing one of her feature films and I learned so much from her and from working with her. Robin's an Orthodox filmmaker in LA and just like being able to watch her on set, you know, surrounded by all these male crew members and she just was the boss and she did her thing. And, um, that was incredibly inspiring to me watching her and being like, Oh, I could do that. Um, so that was really the first person and she still inspires me and we still, you know, are connected. And then, you know, I also really love Rama Burstein's work who did fill the void, which is one of my favorite movies. 
um, and the wedding plan. And she's an Orthodox filmmaker from Israel who's been like just exploding. And she's really wonderful because she really like knows who she is and sticks to her values no matter what anyone says. And that's been also really inspiring to me. Um, and I'm connected with, with both of them and they've both been really wonderful and helpful in guiding me in my career. I think it's really important to have mentors to connect to and to look up to and to guide you. You know, nobody really gets to where they are on their own. Um, so I'm really grateful for people like that. And then in terms of connections, I mean, yeah, you know, it's all about connections. So as a team, the soon by you team, we really, um, we network as much as we can. And one of our goals is to pitch and sell a pilot based on the web series. And so, um, we've been sort of planting seeds and building connections for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. So you led right into our next topic, Soon By You, the series Soon By You that you have started. And uh, I know Jessica Schachter, who we interviewed a couple months back, is also a big part of this project. Yes. Yes. Um, Congratulations on finding the funding for the second season. I just saw the announcement a few days ago. Yeah. So we've got the funding for our first episode. We're still fundraising for the rest of the episodes. Um, But yeah, we, we do a lot of product placements and sponsorships. So it's been really wonderful to collaborate with other brands and help them get their message across to our audience. So that's the model we're, we're doing right now. Just for our listeners who haven't seen Soon By You. It's a web series about Orthodox Jews dating in New York, kind of like friends, but with more Jews. <laughs> Would you say it was inspired by your life? Partially, your yeah. There are definitely things I've taken from my life. Um, Jessica and I would joke that we would like take notes on dates or if a date was bad, you know, that was kind of good because then we got a story for the show. Um, so certainly there are things that I take from my real life, but you know, we also just create things and look around us and are inspired by people around us. What I love to talk about is the actual practicality and behind the scenes stress and exhaustion of this work, mm. which is fundraising and constant nose. And you don't, even though you did mention how you're so clear about wanting to do this with your life. And I applaud you for being able to pursue this professionally and as a career that does support you, which we'll get into next. Because for myself, I had to, and I feel like with the music industry, I had to make a decision that this is more of a hobby and Mm. I'm not going to expect to make uh, an income that will support me from this, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, which might change in the future. And I'm hoping to create more change. But right now in the music singing business, that's really where it's at. So even though I also wanted to do this since I was a little girl, I had to, you know, make practical decisions and accept where I am to be able to pursue this further without hurting myself. Sure. So tell us what your process is and how you're able to find funding, how you're able to stay positive throughout all of this. Oh, I don't stay positive throughout all of it. (laughs) Um, It's a constant push and pull between you know, bringing myself back to a a place of positivity and hope. Um, And, you know, the days where I just feel like, oh my gosh, this is never going to happen. This is way too hard. I can't do this anymore. I'm quitting. Um, So it's like, literally that happens every day. And you just, you know, you feel that and then you go back and you feel it and you go back. And it's a constant just bringing yourself back to a place of no, I am doing this. This is happening. I'm going to make another phone call. I'm going to do more research. I'm going to connect with somebody else. 
and literally just like pushing forward. And sometimes it comes easier than others. You know, some days things just align and people call and say, here, we want to give you money or we want to, you know, put our product in the show. And other days I'm making phone calls and getting a bunch of no's. Um, but what really helps me in terms of like specifically the product placement and sponsorships is just believing that the right people will say yes. Um, and if somebody says no, then that just means it wasn't a good fit. And that's great because we know they're not a good fit and we can move on to the next person. Um, and it's really just like bringing myself back to a place of repeating that to myself and, and coming back to that place of believing it um, and, and just pushing forward. Um, and I mean, you know, we've had really, really big highs, you know, last December, we had the premiere for episode five at the JCC Manhattan and it was sold out and we had, you know, a record number of views that day. And it was just like the most wonderful evening ever. Um, and then now it's been over six months later and we're still, we're just about, you know, ready to produce the next episode and the new season. So things just take time, you know, and I think I'm certainly guilty of this too. We just want things to happen really fast. Um, and like, as soon as, as the last episode was done, I was like, I want to do more. Um, and I want the funding right now. I want the funding for the entire season right now. Um, and I fought for that for a while and it, it wasn't coming together. And then I realized like, okay, maybe it's meant to be a little bit slower. And at, at a certain point you have to kind of go with it. And it's like a constant back and forth between really pushing forward and fighting for it and also letting go and knowing that the right things are happening already and they're coming to you at the right time and believing that, you know, you have something to share with the world and it's important and just like bringing yourself back to that message as opposed to like focusing so much on the dollars. Um, and so those are all things that I kind of do to keep myself sane while I'm fundraising. Um, but yeah, it's really, really just comes back to like focusing on the message that you're, you're bringing to the world and the people that you're reaching and touching and, um, that it means so much to. And so I try to focus on that. Um, and that really helps me when we're, when we're struggling. Yes. These words speak to me. And <laughs> so do, are you able to pay yourself? from the budget uh, that you raise for this job? So the way I really make the most money from the show is by people who watch it and they come and hire me for other projects. Um, and so I've gotten like a lot more work once the show has been out there from other people, music videos or commercials or short films, or even, you know, speaking gigs, things like that, screenings, panels, things like that. Um, and that's been, that's been really like the bigger part. Um, the whole, you know, the crew is paid and the actors are paid and, um, it's not the soon by you is not like the way I support myself, but, um, it kind of leads to ways that I can. So, and, and, you know, ideally we are moving into a model where we will, um, hopefully make a profit from the show and be able to pay ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, and I wish that for you too. And a quick question, when people invite you for speaking engagements or panels or not actual physical, you know, writing, directing roles, uh, do you do any of these appearances for free? 
or are they always paid? Um, they're mostly always paid. Yeah. Um, and I've gotten a bunch this past year and they've been really wonderful. I, I have a couple of different talks that I give. So I talk about my journey growing up as an Orthodox artist and what that was like and how I created my own path, which I told you a little bit about. Um, I talk about the show and the creation of it and how it all started and what we've been through. And then I also, you know, Jessica and I do improv workshops um, and then all, all three of us or all six of us will do a panel and, and talk about the show and answer audience questions. So there's a lot of different things that we've been doing um, and they've all been really, really fun. And yeah, for the most part, they are paid speaking engagements. Okay. So that's a good thing to know. I also wanted to ask you, work for higher jobs like what we did together. People aren't looking at you and saying that represents of your hashkafa necessarily or your um, personal thoughts because you're hired. But Soon by You is an example of your project, of your mind. Has that affected you? And I know you, you do live in the modern Orthodox community, but have you had backlash where people looking down on you and saying, you know, you're disgracing or you're making fun of the dating process. And it could also translate yeah. into dating as well. Maybe, you know, your prospects don't like what you're doing. And I'm sure you wouldn't be interested in them if they are not interested in what oh, you do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I'll answer that part first. Um, <laughs> anyone who would be interested in me, you know, I think it's really great that they would know a lot about me because... Uh, this is who I am. I'm proud of it. I'm, you know, I'm loud about it. I'm not hiding any part of myself. And I don't, I would never even consider anyone who would, you know, look at, look down on me for the work that I do. And, you know, meaning just like, it's obviously not a good fit if they would do that. So it's like, not even a thing at all. Um, in fact, it's been really good in the past at just like weeding people out because anybody who, you know, will Google me and, and see that I'm out there and, you know, I'm on screen and I'm uh, being seen and things like that. And they wouldn't be down with that. Then it's good that they see that now. And, and you know, we wouldn't even meet. So um, that has not been an issue at all. Um, and if anything, it's really connected me to really wonderful people who also are artists and um, connect to me in that way. So I, I, I always tell people, like, don't be afraid of um, showing yourself or showing your art because you would never want to really be with somebody who doesn't love that part of you also. Um, not like in spite of you, but like because that is such a beautiful part of you. Um, and I think that's a really important message because I think people are so scared of like sharing things that make them different. But I think what makes you different is what makes you awesome. Um, and that's also the thing that will connect you to your soulmate, you know, is um, connecting on those differences. So thank you um, for sharing that because I feel yeah. like we as girls and women don't have enough role models of women who actually go and just do what they believe and what they want to do because it's just not what's done and it's mm -hmm. not encouraged and mm -hmm. you have to deal with so much opposition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, do your thing, girls. <laughs> if you have a passion for something, go for it, pursue it. I promise you the right person will love you for it. And maybe that will even be the way that you will meet him, you know? So never hide yourself. Yeah. And how about that first question in terms of... Yeah. Um, there's definitely been negative feedback, like, you know, 
um, people, there's, there's been feedback from people who say, oh, this is not from enough. And then there's feedback from people who say, oh, it's too from, um, it's never like really directed at me directly. It's, it's usually in YouTube comments or emails to the show as a whole. Um, so I've never really experienced it directly to me. Not really, maybe once or twice. Um, but nothing significant. And I think I knew going into it that I'm never going to make everybody happy. And that was really never my intention. It's really just about providing an entertaining look into this culture and exploring things that are fun and interesting and connecting people who are going through the same thing. And I, I've, as, as it's gone on, I've been less and less worried about like offending people. (laughs) Um, you know, because I think I would never do anything like outright offensive and I would never want to, to do something like that. But I, I want to be true to, you know, my voice and my vision, um, and to this world that we're portraying. Yeah. So you're pretty consistent with your stance and your mindset and it's encouraging and uplifting to hear. So thanks for sharing that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Obviously this is not it and that's not where it's going to end. You have ideas for future projects. Can you tell me more about what you see yourself doing and what would you want from the film and TV market to become? Mm. What are you Mm. trying to do and what are you creating? Because I know as you being a trailblazer, it's not just about this current project. It's about creating the market for it and dealing with so much more than just the actual project you're doing. You're, you're creating new standards. You're creating a new category of entertainment. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Um, in terms of my own goals, I really want to, you know, produce another season of soon by you. And, um, one of the goals with that is to pitch it and get it to be a real TV show. Um, and then past that, I really want to be writing and directing feature films. Um, and just, I really just want to keep telling stories. That's, that's all it is. Um, and I want to keep acting, but mostly really just like keep telling stories. I have so many stories inside of me and, um, I've been writing a lot and I'm working on the very beginnings of a feature film. Um, and so that's really like where I see myself heading. And then in terms of the industry, I think, you know, what's been so wonderful about these past couple of years is that, the film world has really opened up um, to being more open to stories about diverse uh, characters um, and and people just from more diverse backgrounds. And I think there's a lot more um, openness to the idea of like women led films. And I love that. And that's certainly something I'm interested in exploring more. Um, And I think now is the time to be like pushing boundaries and, bringing new ideas and new stories to the forefront. And that's certainly something that I see myself doing. So I think it's a good time. (laughs) Well, I keep coming back to this, but you're extremely positive and the amount of negativity and rejection you have to deal with, you really carry yourself very tall, strong. Mm, Thank you so much. That means a lot. It's, it's certainly not always easy, but Uh, I think that's really the way to do it is to just stay in a positive place as much as you can. Um, And even if if the negativity does come sometimes, it's okay to be in that space too for a bit, but it's important to just keep pulling yourself out of it, you know, and and pushing forward. And I think that's part of the struggle of any artist's life. It's like part of what makes it so great, you know, like you get so much out of those harder times and 
makes you stronger. And that's certainly what I see has been happening for me. That is so true. You are an inspiration. And I really believe you're going to be super successful. I know you go to Maor or you've been there before. Mm-hmm, and you're, mm-hmm. you're definitely considered a role model. Someone who's creating something from something that hasn't been created yet. yet. Thank you. And Thank you're, you. You're Thank you. You're paving the path for many others for for many future. I hope young so. Women. Yeah. And I really hope we get to work on a project in the future. I would love to yes. be in soon by you. Maybe I should come in and audition. Totally. Hey, if anybody out there wants, follow us on Facebook and we will be posting casting calls pretty soon. So follow soon by you for all that info. Thank you for providing such awesome entertainment because we are always so excited to watch a new episode. I'm sure many listeners out there agree with me. So thank you for everything you do, and it's such an honor to know you and work with you. If you have been enjoying this podcast, please make sure to leave us a review, subscribe, and share this show with people you think may also enjoy it. See you next time.